Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Now and Then with Glenn. My name is Glenn Williams, and we're here. You know, I'm the general manager here at BNN, and every now and then uh, they give me the opportunity to jump back into the studio and 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 have a conversation and and meet and greet and and have some fun with some uh, some some great people that are doing great things around the city. But before we get to that, I just want to bring everybody up to date a little bit about what's going on around BNN. We are open. Uh, our studios are being used by our members, and we're very proud of the work that we do here at Boston Neighborhood Network. Since 1984, we've been Boston's peg access station, and we plan on being here for quite some more time, I'm, I hope. So listen, gang, go to www bnnmedia.org. Oh, more, one of the great things we do is we have this fabulous radio station called WBCA 102.9 on your FM dial. It is this year for the second year in a row, uh, the, the, the ACM's most outstanding community radio station in the country. We're very, very proud of the work that's being done there. Brett Rodriguez is doing amazing work and we're very, very happy about that. But you know, this is why they sometimes say, Glenn, we maybe should keep you out because you'll just ramble on and keep on going. But uh, it is my great pleasure and honor to, uh, to bring into the studio uh, Caroline Foscato. Did I get that right? Yes. Caroline, thank you so much for coming thank in you. and being with me today. Appreciate you are uh, on the leadership team for the Boston Unity Cup. Now, I'm going to jump right in. What is, what's the Boston Unity Cup? What is that? So the Boston Unity Cup is a World Cup style soccer tournament for oh. adults. And we really use the sport of soccer to bring together our diverse communities, honor our immigrant and other communities in greater Boston, and really celebrate um, all of us as a united force on the pitch. That's great. You know, I'm going to read this little thing that you have at the top of your, because I think it kind of really does wrap up what it says, uh, celebrating our global city through sports. That's really a nice line. Uh, the Unity Cup is a citywide adult soccer tournament celebrating Boston's diverse community around a shared passion for sports. Uh, hosted in collaboration with local leaders, community organizations, nonprofit programs, and the city of Boston's mayor's office. The Boston Unity Cup is a testament to the power of partnership and what our city can do when we come together. Boston is such a diverse community, such a diverse uh, neighborhood. All the neighborhoods are, are, are different, unique in, in many, many ways. How did this whole thing get started? I mean, was it a recognition of, number one, that soccer is this incredible sport that everybody's been doing since they were kids, but also that it also kind of gets people to recognize the diversity of our city, I think, don't you? Yeah, that's exactly why it was started. You know. Um, the city of Boston is filled with beautiful cultures and amazing people from different backgrounds with different interests. We don't have a lot of spaces where we're actually bringing together all of that diversity in one. There's a lot of wonderful cultural celebrations or other celebrations around people's identities, but there's not this cross intersection of those. And the beauty of soccer is with its international you know, fandom and popularity across the world, it really does hit every country, every background, um, ethnicity, gender, age. 
And so it's really a space to say, here we are. This mm -hmm. is our beautiful Boston together in a happy, celebratory, joyous thing. Now I'm going to assume that that's part of the part of the reason why you're doing this is to get it's people from from cross cultures to get an opportunity not only to meet each other but compete against each other, mm -hmm. high five each other on a good play, shake hands at the end of the game, kind of you know be part of that whole community. And you've gotten some major people to support this. Yeah. Um, I, I know that you, we covered you a few years ago, but then that pandemic thing came. <laughs> came roaring through and we yeah. lost a couple of years of it. But you, I could tell by going to the website, which is www.bostonunitycup.com. Okay, there it is. And what, what it does is it, 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 it has shown that people haven't forgotten that this is a great idea. And when you got people like the city of Boston, the Boston found Amazon mm -hmm. jumping in to help out, that must give you some real great confidence. Yeah, I mean, we've really had some people, um, you know, Arbel Insurance is another one, Northeastern, Connolly Partners, um, uh, Mass Soccer is a partner for us. So we've really had some returning people, Boston Foundation back again, um, Blue Cross Blue Shield back again, um, uh, Mass Health Connector is a new, new one too. They've got new people coming in, but we've also got these returners that know what the power of this is. And one of the things that we hear all the time is I don't really get it till I see it. And mm -hmm. so one of the reasons we're really happy that we have this moment with you and to connect with the community through the Neighborhood Network is we want everyone in Greater Boston to feel like this is a moment for them to come watch some great soccer. Right. You know, it's a family-friendly event. We have a youth jamboree on Saturday at 12, hosted by the New England Revolution. They've been an amazing sponsor and partner for us. Um, there's a resource fair at Saturday at 10. You know, we kick off at 9 that day with a, with a parade of flags with youth open for youth to participate in also. Um, and then we have gameplay all through the weekend on the 23rd and 24th. So this weekend on Saturday and Sunday, you know, literally all day, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday, 8.30. And then on Sunday, um, again, 9 to, to 4, some wonderful gameplay. Um, you'll literally see dozens of games, um, 20 men's teams and eight women's teams. That's fabulous. Let me ask you this. How were the teams put together? Are they people from Boston? Are they Bostonian, people that are living in the city, part of these teams? They're people that identify as Bostonians. Okay, um, thank yeah. you for the correction, but so you're right. It's, yeah. gr it's greater Boston because Boston pride is amazing. I'm not from here. I moved mm -hmm. here from Virginia. But watching, you know, the fierce fandom of a Bostonian, right, and, and where you live. So, you know, it's comprised of people that identify, um, have immigrated from or identify from particular heritage. Um, and that's who comprises those teams. If you've played with us previously and you've done all the things you're supposed to do to be a great sportsmanship uh -huh. um, participant, you get to play the next year. So many of our teams are returning from 2019 because unfortunately we did have to take a break during right. the pandemic. Um, but then we also have some new, new folks in and we also always have a wait list. That's amazing. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, you, 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 you've got an identified amount of time that you can get these games in. Uh, and I know the format's a little bit different. You know, I mean, you're not using a full soccer field. You've kind of taken a full soccer field and kind of cut it up into different, you're going from mm -hmm. sideline to sideline, mm -hmm. and there's mad work and play going on, right? Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we play at 7v7. Um, that's just to create the opportunity um, for more inclusion, work with the schedule, um, utilize field space as best we can, which is, you know, always a challenge for everyone in the city. Um, so, but there are a lot of adult tournaments that do run that size. It's very okay. common versus 11 v 11. 
that's that's amazing because you know, I I I, I identify as being from Rosendale. So if there was a team from Rosendale playing, I would I would be able to follow my club, right? I'd be able to see who was playing. Would I be able to audition to play? So the teams are all flag bearing, you know, and they represent a different country. So people yeah. that identify as their heritage. Yep. Um, Captains um, that come in and register for their team, they go through the team selection process. Oh, that oh, all oh. happens back in February. I'll bet. So, and then we do, we identify the groups in May. So that's, the rosters are all locked in, but that doesn't mean that if you're excited about it and you want to maybe participate next year, you should come. Yeah, they're not flying a team in from Brazil. No. No, yeah. these are all people. These are all people that consider themselves Bostonians. Okay, that's that's yeah. the. I think that right there alone is kind of the exciting, one of the exciting aspects yeah. of it myself, because now it's kind of like a real insider Boston competition yeah. type thing, uh, and and I don't know if the the winning and losing is necessarily the the goal. I think the opportunity here mm -hmm. is is to share a field with with another nation and people and realize that, you know. I didn't realize, you lived down the street and I didn't know that you were from Costa Rica. I didn't know that you were from Ni wherever, Nigeria or yeah. something and here you are. What are some of the countries that are going to be competing? Oh wow, now you're, now you're testing me. Um, I threw there, it out there, there's, I there's questioned many. if I well, should. Well I can tell you, so you know, returning from um, 2019, um, Cape Verde was the men's uh, winner that year. They're back, Sudan is back, they were um, in the finals, it was great, a very great. heated uh, competition that went to PKs. I remember um, that. Yeah. And a great save. The, yes, the women, <laughs> a great save. Really good soccer. Yeah, um, really good soccer. And so then the women's USA team um, is back and um, Honduras. Who, defending, right? Defending. So yes. the USA women won in 2019. And then, you know, we have China and Vietnam and uh, El Salvador and um, Angola. And um, um, there's, tw there's 21 countries represented. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to hit them. But, you know, we, the large immigrant populations that are here in the city are represented, um, you know, in the tournament. And, you know, it's really great to see this moment, what you talked about, where you can celebrate how you identify yourself, your culture, like mm -hmm. how, who you are as a person, and being a Bostonian, and being an American, all at the same time. And yeah. we need more of those spaces for people. Sure. Like, let me be myself and be part of my community all at the same time. And watch some great soccer and play in some great soccer. And I think, you know, there's, um, there's some really, if you, if you go to our website, there's a community impact report yeah. that Northeastern Center for the Study of Sport and Society did for us in 2019. Oh. You know, great partner for us. And there's some amazing quotes in there about the things that you talked about. About I didn't know people from that country lived here. I've never been to an event in the city of Boston with this many ethnicities represented. Um, we have people that have told us they've made friends with people they played against. Right, right. Um, lasting relationships have yeah. built out of this. Yeah, like Denmark did a friendly with Ireland after the um, the tournament ended last year, and you know we just have a lot of that. We've had people say, you know, I, I've 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 met someone here, but I didn't know that they had a common interest that they have, yeah. which is soccer. And we see people because it's you know identified by the nationality. We see people that know each other, right. but aren't on the same team. Um, and then all their families come, and so they get to be a part of it. I mean, the celebrations 
when you know Women's USA and then Capered Men won on 2019, the joy on the field. I saw. I that. mean, just the the rupture of you know, just unequivocated, just pure joy. And then everyone around, because everyone stayed to watch. Yeah. You know, the finals are on Sunday afternoon, so that's a really great time for people to come. You can come see the Parade of Nations, where all the countries represented um, parade around the stadium before we start the finals. And you really feel that sense of, like, we are a united Boston. You know, people want to know each other. People want to learn about each other. We just need the spaces where there's that opportunity to do that in an organic, um, you know, peaceful, joyful way. Mm -hmm. And it's really amazing, you know, what we see that's coming out of this um, and this, the connections that are being made. This is great. You're watching uh, and listening to um, Now and Then with Glenn. My name's Glenn Williams. We're talking to Caroline Fiscato, Fiscato from the Boston Unity Cup. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes. We're going to be uh, uh, throwing you a little more information on the Unity Cup. So, like, you know, uh, we'll be back, and we're going to talk about some of the, the great future and maybe what's going to be happening. So don't go away. We'll be back in just one minute. Thank you. Are you struggling to afford broadband during the pandemic? On May 12, 2021, a temporary emergency broadband benefit program was created to help struggling families afford high-speed Internet. You may be eligible to receive a reduction in your internet service and $100 off on the purchase of a new tablet or laptop if you meet the income guidelines. For more information, please visit getemergencybroadband.org or call 833-511-0311 for a mail-in application. Well, welcome back, gang. Thanks an awful lot for hanging in there with us. My name is Glenn Williams. This is Now and Then with Glenn. And I didn't come up with that name, by the way. Uh, one of our interns a couple of years ago came up with that, that name. And uh, we've, been, we've been beating it up as often as we can here at Boston Neighborhood Network and at WBCA 102.9 on your FM dial. We're here in the studio with Caroline Fuscato. From the, she's on the leadership team. Uh, for the Boston Unity Cup, you know who I've been I've been talking to mainly has, has been Hannah. Yeah, she's yeah. a very very she's dedicated to this whole thing, yes. isn't she? Yes, yeah. So the the leadership team, um, you know, there's four of us um, that work on this together. Myself um, and Greta Bruce, we co-founded it in 2018. Yeah. And then very quickly, Nathan Stern and Hannah Wilson came in on the team, and so we, we each have different roles around what we do about managing the tournament and then working with our city partners. Um, you know, we work with the Office of Tourism, we uh -huh. work with Parks and Rec, Office of Immigrant Advancement, Neighborhood Services, um, Global Affairs, Economic Opportunity, and, and more. And so the beauty about this is it's, it's not just the four of us. And, and I say I feel very awkward being here right now not being with them because it's very much a team effort. Like this is a, this, this ship, only sails um, with many oars in the water. So there's, yeah, there's right, not, Right, and yeah. I also think people need to recognize and understand this isn't a full-time gig. No, I no. mean, all you cats have regular jobs, yeah. you know, and you're doing this. I mean, I, I, got, I got Hannah on the phone, and she was leaving one to go to this, and, and I, could, yeah. I could hear, I said, oh my God, these, these people are busting out yeah. for, 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 for an event that's covering the world. 
Yeah, and, and you know, we when we started it, um, actually what happened is a friend of mine from Philadelphia called me and said, Philadelphia started this amazing thing called um, the Philadelphia International Unity Cup, and Boston needs this. And we knew each other through soccer and families and a bunch of things. And I have to really put a shout out to Philadelphia. Um, we actually, the Revolution actually played them. Um, did not win last night. Um, <laughs> oh, they will. They will. Yeah, they play them. But, um, you know, Parks and Rec in Philadelphia, uh, Bill Salvatore and, and that whole team, we went there, we visited them um, as we were launching ours. They, they showed us all the things they've done. They do full 11 v 11 and they have, you know, many more countries represented. But that's just another example of, like, cities uniting together and working together, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's not about, um, it's about, community and it's about how we bring each other together and support each other and you know the team of folks we have we started our group stage games last week we had you know over 50 volunteers there we'll probably have close to 100 volunteers um, that will be helping us coming from all aspects of the city and um, city departments different neighborhoods mm -hmm. different organizations so it's really a testament of if you create a space if you create that opportunity people will come together and want to come together and support each other. You know, that, that is so true. And, but the, the other thing that I think it does is, as the kids are sitting on the sidelines or they're watching the games and what have you, or they're watching it on TV or, or what, whatever kind of impact it's having, they recognize that every time there's a goal scored, everybody raises their hands the same way, no matter where they're from. If they're scored against, the goalie kind of kicks the dirt the same way. Everybody does it the same. And uh, I've, always, I've always liked to find ways that bring us closer together in, in our common humanity, yeah. you know? And that whole parade of nations and that whole getting together afterwards, you talked about two countries that kind of, what was it, Denmark and Ireland. and Ireland got together. I hope, I wish Doyle's was still open. They could go down <laughs> there. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, a way to show our younger, our next generation, our, our younger citizens, um, there is a way to get together. We don't have to find out what happens at six o'clock on the news or, or no. you know that that's not what it's all about you know and that's one of our missions here being in is to make sure that everybody gets the full story and and it gets reflected upon for what you cats are doing well we appreciate that i mean we we hope that that anyone you know in the area will, will come out and join us well let's talk um, a little bit about that it's yeah. going to be the, the, the we've got saturday and sunday the 23rd and 24th at madison park over yes. by, over at the high school yes. field right that's really exciting yes uh, and it's, um, come give me some times here. What sure, are we sure. So, so one note is, so for anyone who came um, in previous years, we had it at South Boston at Moakley, which was an amazing facility previously. We moved it into the heart of the city because we wanted to make it really easy for um, the community to a be a part more accessible. of it. Well, we wanted to make it accessible. You know, it's right there at Nubian. It's right there at the Orange Line. Really easy. We highly recommend people use public transportation because there's some construction in the area and there's very limited parking. Right. Um, but uh, we'll kick off at 9 a.m. with a parade of flags. Um, so any youth in the area that want can come and help us carry the flags nice. to the stadium at 8.30 and they can hop in the parade um, and, and do that. And then um, gameplay will kick off at 10 and the resource fair will have, um, I think, a dozen and a half organizations there um, 
community benefit organizations and city departments there um, to give people information about things that could be helpful to them. Um, and then the New England Revolution will come in at 12 o'clock and they'll do a free youth jamboree with wow. their staff. They're bringing Slide, their mascot, who's always a big hit. Yeah. The kids love him. That's um, great. And we'll have a food truck there and just like, you know, all sorts of um, um, activity and activation. And then We'll, we'll close down. We'll come back the next morning. Um, games will, will start it, at there 9. There won't be any games on Saturday, Saturday, Saturday is game play. No, there are, um, I didn't count it, but there's more than two dozen games. Oh, you could boy. Right, because we'll have up to four games at one time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a lot of soccer. That's a lot of soccer. I hope you brought extra balls with you. Yes. <laughs> we did. Great. We did. Yeah, so there'll be, there'll be um, and all of the teams that are in the tournament, all 28 teams, will play at some point on Saturday. Schedule at bostonunitycup.com. The game schedule is there. You can see when different teams are playing. So if there's certain countries you want to be able to watch play and come cheer for. Um, and so that will be all day Saturday. Right. Um, and then on Sunday is... Uh, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals for both the men's division and the women's division. Right. So, so when when USA plays in the finals <coughs> this year, <laughs> sorry, um, when whoever plays in the finals yeah. on Sunday, what time would those games be? So the Parade of Nations is at 12:45, mm -hmm. and then the games kick off at 1:30. Um, okay. Um, and there's a staggered start to so the men's starts, and then the women's starts after that. Um, and then we'll finish up around 3.30, and that's when we'll award the championship that's cups. That's fantastic. Now, will there be games going on uh, in con conjunction with, each, uh, along with each other? The championship games, will they be played they together? Will. They will. The, the quarterfinals, semis, um, uh, and finals, there will be overlap of timing with okay. those. But they'll all be on the same field in the stadium at Madison Park. So what's really exciting about that is you can sit up in the stands, yeah. and you can watch a lot of action. Pick your color yeah. and fall. Yeah, that's right. That is a lot of action. And I yeah. remember the guys come commenting on a couple of years ago from the truck. They went, we weren't sure where we were supposed to be. Yeah. But we want to carry the women's championship game. I think yeah. that's the one we're looking at. That's awesome. And uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, you mentioned a little bit ago that there might be some soccer in your background. So I played as a kid, yeah, um, and uh, I really got back into this um, because of my own children. There you go. So yeah. my sons are in college now. Um, I have twin boys, um, light of my life. And when they were little, there was no place walkable for them to play soccer. Really? And so, yeah, so myself and um, Carolyn McNeil and some other folks started um, Southland Soccer, which is a free youth soccer program. We serve over 1,000 kids a year now. That was back in 2008. And this South End. Yeah, this South okay, End. Okay, I know that you're from, you're from... I'm from Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, but here, so here in Boston, you know, and that's just another kind of program where we're trying to activate opportunity, create equity in a sport you know, youth sports has become really overrun by pay to play and, and lack of inclusion. And so we are doing everything we can, um, including with the Unity Cup, um, to just create these spaces that the yeah. sport is every man's sport around the world. It's every man's sport here in the city of Boston. Right. And we work with partners, whether it be the New England Revolution or other soccer programs in the city. Um, I'm also on the board of Boston Scores. Like, we do whatever we can um, to really find this space of uh, connection and creating unity and collaboration. And it, for me, you know, over the years watching um, when you create these spaces that people that think they have nothing in common 
make connections, become friends, and then build trust. Right, right. And at the end of the day, there's nothing that we need more than finding ways to understand the biases that you had are just things that were socialized into you. And the reality is everybody wants the same thing. Mm. You know, we want our parents to be healthy. We want our kids to be healthy. We want our kids to get a great education. Right. We want to have joy and fun in our lives. And you create these spaces and then people meet each other and they realize you are just like me. Yes. I just was told maybe you weren't. See, there's, there's the hook right there, is that at some point along the travel or along the line, yeah. the information got a little screwed up a little bit, you know? And then when you can learn. I mean, for me, per, on a personal note, you know, some of the different communities that I've met, you know, over the years and, you know, the importance of them, you know, whether it's uh, their religion, whether it's the food that they eat, whether it's the music they listen to. Mm -hmm. I mean, my life has been so personally enriched by meeting these people that right. have just so much beauty to share mm -hmm. that if I didn't do this work, I mean, I say that I have the best job in the city and um, I'm so incredibly lucky because if I didn't do this work, I never would have met people. I, I walk down the street and I, I, um, I chat with people and I hug people right. that, you know, I go into the Ethiopian <laughs> market in the South End, you know, or I go into, um, you know, some of the restaurants that I go to that people own. And it's just amazing to be able to have that connection. I'm going to put you on the spot. We have about four and a half minutes left. I'm going to put, you know, you, we talked, not that we shouldn't talk about it or that we don't talk, I know that we don't talk about enough was that inclusion and equity. And an issue as far as, I think that you drive around the city, you can't find, you can't, you, you can't help but fall upon a, a youth soccer or youth, youth sports events or something like that. But you're right, there is a cost and there's always a, a, a route to get in. It's mm -hmm. not just a bunch of kids playing on a field and, and stuff like that. Where are we? How much work, I know this is a horrible question to ask with four minutes left, but uh, are we getting closer, do you think? Um, there, we're are there some on the of those path. organizations out there? There are then? many. Yeah. There are many. Yeah. I mean, you know, two of the organizations we work with most on the youth space are Soccer Without Borders mm -hmm. and Boston Scores, but they're also like neighborhood programs across the city yeah. that we work with too, and the Boston Public Schools. We just had a meeting with Boston Public Schools trying to create that opportunity too, and some of that framework with their athletics department. You know, people are getting it. People are wanting to try to facilitate change. But when you've got systems that have been entrenched for a long time, you know, and, and I always like to say to people, they're like, well, if you don't charge anything, people aren't going to value it. And I'm like, well, my family doesn't charge me, and I value them. Oh, great line. Right? So it's not, it, if, you, if you give something great, it's a great experience. It's something that someone loves and they yeah. want to be a part of. They're going to figure out how to do it. And the reason that you don't see kids showing up and participating in things is not because they didn't want to be there. There's something else in their life that's held them back. Something got and in the way. people's lives are very complicated. Getting around the city is very challenging. Like, I'm a real proponent of, you know, neighborhood-based programming because it needs to be easy to be able to get there yeah um, and that's why we work with programs across the city and you know with Boston Unity Cup that's why we have the youth jamboree with the New England Revolution because a lot of it too is just the exposure point you know, you've never had, a, you know, in, in, in our history of systematic racism and sort of the history in, in this nation of things that have been accessible to people. So many times they don't do it 
and they don't know they could love it because they just never had the chance to do yeah. it. It was never put in front of them. So that's why we want this jamboree like right in the middle of the heart of the city so every kid can come and like, I don't know if I might like soccer. And the great thing about soccer too is because it does cross genders and it is kind of accessible to everybody. Um, you know, they're, um, I think that we're on the path um, of what can happen, and the more we work together collaboratively as nonprofits, city departments, everybody, the closer we'll get there. But we have to sort of put down our individualism and think about what we can do collectively for the whole. Carolyn Fiscato, thank you very much for being here. You know, my, my son said to me once, soccer, I don't understand it because it looks like no one wants the ball and you never know when it's going to be over because they keep adding time at the end. And I said, you've got to read the book. Carolyn, yeah. thank you so much thank for being so much. here. It's thank really you. a pleasure and congratulations on such a great job. I mean, you cats are doing it the way it should be done and uh, we promise to, uh, to be, be part of it for as long as we possibly can. BostonUnityCup.com. We hope to see you this weekend. Listen, gang, thanks an awful lot for being here with us. My name is Glenn Williams. We've been doing Now and Then with Glenn. We hope to come back again soon when there's something as exciting as the Unity Cup to talk about. I will be back. Listen, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to tune in to WBCA 102.9 on your FM dial. Listen, gang, we'll dig you later, okay? Peace out. Bye-bye.